because the extra information that I got, like people would just tell you, oh, and their real names are such and such. And you'd be like, uh, okay. Oh, and these people are actually gay. Oh, and this stuff is gonna happen later. And you'd go, how do you know this? Audrey, why are we here? <laughs> We're going to make so much money, Allison. I'm looking forward to it. In podcasting world, you know, that's just where all the dollars are. I've already quit my job. <laughs> You've already quit. Well, I have quit my job. <laughs> In preparation for all that podcast money. So actually, I really need this to work. But why are we here? We are here because... Sailor Moon, you know, I actually feel like Sailor Moon was one of the things that brought us together early on in our friendship. Allison and I have known each other for maybe multiple decades now. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to do the math. It's been close. We don't have to do the math. But this show came out on, was it Cartoon Network or Toonami at the time? But like in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, and we, so we grew up on the original dub, which is actually really hard to find. And we thought it would be fun, especially because we've been seeing Sailor Moon kind of pop up trending again. Like it's been long enough now that it's back. And then, of course, Netflix has its new series as well. Um, And so there's a lot of Sailor Moon buzz. And we wanted to go back and re-experience Sailor Moon and talk about it. And then also just kind of react to some of those episodes and then like see how things have changed. And one of the things that we're doing different a little bit differently on this podcast is we are going to be watching the original dub the the infamous original dub which is very hard to find i might add i definitely did not pirate it wink wink nudge nudge don't tell them that (laughs) and we definitely did not get viruses immediately definitely no viruses immediately against pirating because you will immediately (laughs) acquire a virus uh, immediately so i think the plan is actually that we're going to watch both the old old yes. dub and the new high quality sub and compare and contrast exactly because and i am so excited to see these comparisons because let me tell you just watching so at first i watched the wrong dub i watched because this is before i knew that there was a new dub so i started watching that one on hulu which you can definitely legally watch but it is not the og dub that we're talking about here so i started watching it and i was like wait this is good (laughs) you're like this i don't remember it being good (laughs) so this week audrey you watched the dub and i watched the sub so i have only my haziest memories of what the dub was like <laughs> to tide me over. And I, I suspect there'll be no difference. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad that we'll be switching off so we can both re-experience the joy of... I mean, I'll admit, like, I got really excited when I saw the original so- It The song is so bad. You know... <laughs> whereas I'm going to say the song, which in when I listened to it, had the Japanese intro song and... It hooks you immediately. Instant flashback. It starts with that doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo. And immediately I was singing. I still remember the lyrics in Japanese, which I don't speak, but for some reason can sing. Oh, wow. I remember trying to memorize, like, all of that. Mm -hmm. So episode one is called The Crybaby, Usagi's Beautiful Transformation. And in this episode we meet our main character usagi sailor moon i think she's serena in the dub mm-hmm. and she is a regular high, uh, not high school student she's 14 i forgot how young she was she's, she's in junior 14. high she says she's 14 and she's a sort of bad student she's doing the classic oversleep in the morning she loves food she cries easily she's very dramatic she goes running off to school and she saves a cat from some kids. And the cat has Save a little Sailor cat. Moon mark. And they have a very ominous and effective stare down. I really liked it. I have a question about that stare mm-hmm. down. Was there any voiceover during the stare down or was it silent? I don't think there was any voiceover. It was just yeah. eerie music. It was really 
great imagery. The cat's reflecting in the hood of the car. It's very creepy. And then she goes running off to school and gets a bad grade on a test. We meet some of her friends who I'd sort of forgotten the existence of. We have... <laughs> Me too. The red-headed friend, Molly, who is... I totally didn't... had no idea what her name was in the dub. It is Naru, if I wrote that down right. I wrote it oh. down. And her uh, nerdy uh, glasses schoolmate, who is... His name in the dub is Umi. His name in the sub is Umino. What is his name in the dub? His name in the dub is Marvin. <laughs> That's perfect. I'm going to say yeah. Molly and Marvin are amazing names. I'll probably use those names because yeah. they're the only ones I remember. Yeah. Um, they are these characters that are early on in the series, and I think they become completely irrelevant very quickly. I don't remember them. Like, <laughs> as soon as I saw them, I remembered them. But literally no memory up until that. Yeah. Up until I started And I remembered, it. exactly, when, when they showed up, I was like, Molly. And then when the glasses boy showed up, I was like, glasses boy. <laughs> glasses boy. I didn't remember. He has those weird, he has these huge glasses yeah, with like spiral. these spirals in them. Mm-hmm. I feel like he becomes possessed later on in the season. I feel like at some point he loses his glasses and he's very pretty under them. But I can't, that may oh, just really? be other animes that I'm thinking of. Um, yeah. So they talk about the test, and then Molly is like, oh my gosh, my mom's having this amazing sale on jewelry, because my mom runs a jewelry store like moms do, and you should come and we'll all get jewelry, because jewelry is amazing. And so they go to the jewelry store, and the mom is acting weird, and because she's possessed by the (laughs) evil forces, we see a flash to queen barrel in this mysterious underground lair and she's talking about how she needs to gather energy for her ruler i didn't remember her having a ruler i thought she was the ruler her name is queen I thought barrel. So. yeah i thought she was the ruler she so that's my question is who's the rule does it do we know is it who is the main bad guy isn't it like galaxia or something maybe maybe that's Wait, who? they're all named after stone is the ruler prince diamond I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so Queen Beryl, and she's got a sort of a a soldier named Nephrite. And at this point, I realized, oh my gosh, this is original Steven Universe. They're all gems. Um, Oh. (laughs) Right? This is the inspiration. And they don't have the, like, white crystal. I remember Malachite being one. Let's see if I wrote this down. They don't have the silver crystal. So they have to harvest energy from humans. And so they've sent, uh, Nephrite has sent his servant to go possess Molly's mom. I guess she was the most readily possessable. And Molly's mom has used all the gems in the store to drain the energy of the people wearing them. And that's why she's giving them away really cheap. But unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately, Usagi can't afford a ring because she is 14 and she can't buy a diamond (laughs) and the 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 mom offers her the ring she says it's normally 500,000 yen and she can have it for 30,000 yen and I don't know if it's correct but my brother told me that was basically a $5,000 ring that she was offering for $300 which still seems outside of a 14 year old's price range yeah but it's also a really good discount yeah it's like a crazy discount so Usagi goes home where her mom is mad about her grade and throws her out of the house. She says, you don't deserve to come inside, <laughs> which I really enjoyed. We find out that she has a younger brother who I also had completely what? forgotten the existence of. Sailor Moon has a younger brother whose name he I He doesn't even know. show up in the dub. Does he not? Did they cut him out? No. Well, he's not in the first episode anyway. That's amazing. So I totally forgot he existed. I still don't know what his name is. But yeah, she has a younger brother who's also completely irrelevant. Then she, we cut to her in bed and she says, I'm, I'm so exhausted. I'm exhausted from crying so much. I'm going to take a nap, which my brother was like, mood. And honestly, <laughs> agreed. I felt the exact same thing. I was like, 2020. <laughs> and she falls asleep. Oh, I skipped something. Because she also encounters, while, while she's outside uh, the yes. ring store, she meets Tuxedo Mask in his 
non-tuxedo mask form, he is Mamoru, I think, and then Damien. Darian. Darian. Okay. Yeah. And she throws her test at it into you know in anger and it bounces off his head and he makes fun of her test grade and calls her bunhead which i forgot was kind of cute yeah and also this was the point because i think i mentioned my brother was watching with me and he turned to me and goes how old is he and i said too old older he looks like he's 30 yeah he's in college (laughs) she's 14 we're not going to question this we're not going to think about it because anime rules right (laughs) but he's too old (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say so we meet him she goes home, have the grades, uh, she falls asleep, and then the cat comes in, and the cat is talking, and she thinks she's going crazy. The cat's name is Luna in both versions. Yeah. Except for... At least there's that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll talk about the voices later. I want to talk about the voices. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so she has this weird interaction with the cat. The cat is like, you have magical powers. Use this transformation wand. She does the classic transformation into sailor moon with all the poses and then it's like what the heck is happening and once again she thinks she's going crazy she's like i'm gonna take a nap whatever but her buns start talking like a radius that was so weird okay i was i was wondering if that was just a dub thing so i was like i don't remember this at all it's so strange they literally start going beep 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 and then she hears molly's voice coming through it and it's like help i'm in trouble and I really I think want they to must have dropped that. I want to, yeah. yeah, I want to understand. Now, I vaguely, vaguely remember from the manga, which I did read at some point a long time ago, that there were a lot of just strangeness to her powers that they either edited out or maybe didn't even do in the dub in the the anime in the first place because she had like makeover powers and stuff. We'll see if those come up in the series. Yeah, but yeah, so her her <laughs> hair can talk to her and communicate that her friends are in danger. So she goes running off to save Molly and gets there, does the classic kind of showdown, and then is like, what is, what am I doing? I'm a 14-year-old. I shouldn't be here. She starts crying. Luna's like, no, you got to fight evil. She's like, I don't want to. Sailor, not Sailor Moon, (laughs) Tuxedo Mask shows up to save her with the classic throws the rose. Clutch rose throw. And he's also in a very high place, which is where he always shows up. And he's like, do you imagine he's just waiting in windows all the time? Just waiting. Isn't he on a street lamp at some point? Yeah, I think so. Like, just imagine him in full tuxedo gear climbing up to these high places and then waiting for the right moment. That is a good mental image. And I honestly feel like he was just waiting. Like, he's this weird sort of mentory figure in the series. So absolutely my favorite moment in the whole episode. He says, crying won't solve anything, Sailor Moon. And then she cries so hard that all the bad guys fall down covering their ears and crying totally solves things. (laughs) It was the most relatable moment. Um, So she she attacks the enemies with her crying powers. And he's like, what? He doesn't actually say that. But I imagine that's what he was thinking. And then she throws her weapon, gets rid of the bad guy. The bad guy turns into dust, which seems like it would be very traumatic for a 14-year-old. And he's like, I will remember what I learned today, which I guess was the power of crying. He takes off. She goes home. We close the episode with her friends talking about the amazing dream they had about Sailor Moon. Yes. Okay, a lot of those things are... So, like, the main points are hit in the dub, but there's... First of all, okay, about the the monster turning into a pile of dust, I was like, oh my god, did Molly's mom just die? Because, <laughs> like, wasn't she possessed point. by that? Yeah, that's a good point. And it was honestly a very effective set of shots. I'd forgotten how striking it is, because when Molly's in the in the shop and her mom, she realizes her mom is killing people with jewelry, which is, mm-hmm. you know, a big logical jump to, to come from, because yeah. all the customers are collapsing, because I guess they bought the rings and then they just hung around because yeah. they were too tired. Um her mom turns to her with the creepiest face and then starts yes. strangling her. Oh, they cut that out. Yeah, her mom is strangling her when Sailor Moon shows up. And then her mom, did, did this happen in the dub? Her mom turns her head around backwards on her neck what? and stares no. at Sailor Moon. It was she, d- she does turn. No, but, her, and like her head turns 180 degrees. It was so creepy. 
You know what I think they did? Because there were, so there were a lot of moments in the dub where there were like these really awkward pauses, like the timing, like all the comedic timing and stuff was like slightly off. And like that scene in particular, she turns her head, it like looks all cool and creepy, but then it like, I wonder if they just freeze framed it and dragged it out longer Uh, to cut, to cut the, the head turning around because that definitely didn't happen. I imagine they cut the strangling. My understanding is a lot of the rules about violence in children's media are that it shouldn't be anything that children can imitate, which is why you can't have guns or punching or strangling, Mm. but you can have like a weird hammer on a spring that hits people because no one has the hammer gun. Um, Right. Well, you could make one, but. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, you can have a rocket launcher, but not a a gun, you know. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So. So in the the dub episode, um, it's st- <laughs> it starts with the song Sailor Venus, Sailor oh, I Mercury, that song. Sailor Mars, Sailor Jupiter. <laughs> the singing is so bad. Like I remember it even like I, as a kid, I remember it being like good to me. Mm-hmm. And then now as an adult, I'm like, oh no, it's not. Very I good. forgot that version because I'm so I the the yeah. other one it really is such a classic that that's the one that stuck in my head. Do 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 It is the same song but they wrote their own lyrics. Sorry. Yeah, they do that. Fighting evil by moonlight like that. Winning love. Winning love by daylight. Never running from a real fight. She is the one thing sailor moon. Amazing. Oh, yeah. It was great. I actually got really excited when it came on because I knew, I was like, oh, I found the right one. (laughs) And can I say, real fast, when I was trying Mm -hmm. to, because I watched the the recent um, sub on a streaming platform, which I'm not naming because they're not paying us, but Mm -hmm. they were really glitching when I was trying to cast it. So we had to launch it like seven or eight times before we got it to come on properly with the subtitles. And that means I watched that song about seven or eight times. Oh, wow. It was not seven or eight times too many. It was exciting every time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, how much did we re-listen? I had an album. Like, I had a whole Sailor yeah. Moon album. Oh, do you remember? Because it was right when, like, right at the end of high school was when iPods became a thing. And just before that, we started having, yeah. like, MP3 players and, like, downloading MP3s onto your computer through those illegal downloading things and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so you would get these little broken, like, corrupted audio files that yes yes like i would try i, f- I feel like the sailor moon album i had was pirated yeah. like i think i downloaded yeah. it all and then burned downloaded it onto it a from, cd uh, what was it napster yeah it would have been napster, napster always clipped, and then limewire always clipped off the end of the songs because if you lost connection to who you were downloading it from you just only got oh, half the song god <laughs> and you oh, would I then burn that. it onto a little cd and give it to all your mm-hmm. friends and burn yeah, cds did not work very reliably no they didn't and I also remember, like, I specifically remember, I'll tell this memory and then I've got to get into okay. the, the summary of the dub. But, like, I specifically remember, like, trying to get really, like, I was getting really into Coldplay. That, like, this was, like, when the song Yellow was really big. And so, like, I was, I was downloading that song. And I was trying to download every song off the album. And what I didn't realize was, like, people were just, like, mislabeling things. And so I had, like, one or two songs on this album that I thought I'd finally gotten, like, a complete the exact Coldplay album in the right order and everything. And then there's just this random song in the middle that's, like, not even them. Yeah, because people can just put whatever they wanted up. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. That was different times. Oh, man. So. All right, so in the dub, let me pull up my notes. Because the intro, so they do the song, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, it's like they don't, it's like they think we're stupid. So, <laughs> so they they don't start with, the, the way that it actually starts, which is her waking up in, in bed and she's late for school, right? Mm-hmm. They start with this whole flashback to Queen Serenity and, like, the battle. What? And, we don't yeah, even like, know about that yet. I know. I know. So, like, they tell us everything and completely spoil it. <laughs> and, um, and so they do, like, this whole thing. Like, there's this old man voiceover telling us all this stuff and, like, how they sent all the senshi um, and oh, actually, sorry, in the dub, sh- it's the scouts. You should go ahead and summarize that because the whole setup for this series is batshit crazy. Um, I was mm-hmm. 
at the end of it, again, I was watching with my brother, who didn't really watch Sailor Moon when we were kids, except for with me occasionally. And he goes, so are they from the future or the past? I can't remember. And I was like, I think the future past. And I think it is. It's both. It's like there's yeah. a past Crystal Kingdom and a future Crystal Kingdom that are both part of the series, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. So can you explain yeah. what the dub explains? I think they're both in the future, right? I'm not sure. I should have taken more notes on. So I think it's like they were from a magical kingdom in the past. They all went to sleep and woke up in their current lives. And then there's going to be a magical kingdom again in the future. Yes. So what they explained in the forward, I guess. But I didn't remember that. So it's possible that was never clear in the dub because I did not remember that at all. Yeah, I... I know. I remembered like a little bit of it. I mean, so they basically just over-explain <laughs> like the whole thing, which is um, that she's a, a princess and that Queen Serenity, like there's some battle with the Negaverse. Um, and I don't know if like the Negaverse <gasps> is even a thing. The Negaverse. <laughs> like, I, would, I think yeah. it might just be called Hell or something. <laughs> yeah. That's the sort of thing they would rename. I know, right? And so they... Um, so as a last-ditch effort, Queen Serenity, like, I guess, enchants all of the sailor scouts, and including um, Darian or whatever his name was, um, Prince Darian or whatever, and then sends them all to Earth, like, puts them asleep, puts them into, like, these little glowy balls and sends them through space to, I guess, Japan, like, the same town in Japan. Because mm-hmm. they were on the moon, right? <laughs> yeah, they were on the moon in the in the crystal kingdom the moon kingdom and now they're on earth now they're on earth and it's just like quote unquote modern times so like late 80s early 90s and then um like then we go into oh and then she talks about the cats sending the cats after them wow they just spoiled everything yeah and then um it's like you see kind of all of the sailor and they're called scouts in this dub when it's technically the translation is soldiers or um, and in Japanese, it's senshi. Gonna be curious how they translate it in the current sub because they haven't said scout as far as I know yet, or senshi. Yeah, because so, they're not warriors. Scouts. But they haven't said warriors or <laughs> scouts or senshi, so I don't know how they're gonna translate that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I I feel like yeah, that will be interesting in the sub because um, this will be the first time I've seen the actual sub. And and what we're talking about is that the the people that fight with her are called the Sailor Scouts or the Sailor Senshi or the Sailor mm-hmm. Warriors, depending on what translation you use. I assume they picked Scout because it had the double S kind of alliteration. Yeah. Well, they could have done soldiers, but, you know, little girls aren't allowed to be soldiers. Good point. That would be traumatizing. <laughs> like, I honestly feel like that's why they changed it. Like, it just feels like a lot of the changes that they made were to really just nerf the shit out of this Yeah, well, show. children can't watch. Yeah. Also, I had a question for you. How long was your episode? I would have to look that up, but normal length? Because this <laughs> one was right only, tw- it was only 20 minutes, and I just know that they cut enough out for, I feel, I, my hypothesis is that the sub is longer. I'm trying to see if I can pull it up easily or not. Yeah. But While you're doing that, yeah, I'll finish um, telling the summary of this episode. So, like, we get the weird intro ruining all the supplies, the surprises and the plot. And then it's the same thing with Serena uh, waking up late in bed. And actually, like, I remember there being a really bad Sailor Moon voice, but I guess that's the voice actor they get later. Because um, this one's actually pretty good, I feel like. I think she does, like, a decent job and she sounds young. In this version, they say she's 16. Um, <laughs> Probably so that dating later doesn't seem yeah. quite so weird. Quite as creepy, yeah. But now it also makes more sense that, like, she's a crybaby because I feel like there's a gulf of experience between 14 and 16. So I was like, a 16-year-old? She's very child-coded in a lot of ways. Like, she Mm -hmm. likes her little teddy bears and she, you know, cries easy and loves food and falls asleep easily. And, you know, it's, it's very cute. And... Honestly, it's something that I didn't really resonate with me in, you know, high yeah, school. It same. was like, oh, why isn't she cooler? But, like, now I really love this as an alternate take on a hero is that she's, like, yeah, cry. you know, she's emotional, but it's not a bad thing. Right. Yeah, I'm actually – I remember – and I don't know if it's just because I was a contrary little shit, but, like, <laughs> I always hated the main characters and always wanted to relate to – like, I would force myself to relate to, like, yeah. more interesting side characters – 
but I'm loving watching yeah. it now. I mean, it was also the time period where, just in general, the one female character on a lot of the shows was the <laughs> one you hated. And and, and then you grow up and you're like, wait, Relina from Gundam Wing was really cool. Like, why did I just hate her because I was trained to hate other women or something? So Well, because, I, I mean, and that's like a whole other conversation, right? Where, like, I hated her because she had, like, no agency. Like, the women never, ever mm-hmm. have agency. But if you and watch it, it she about... does. She Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's very strange. I think I just brought, like, projected a bunch of stuff onto her. Huh. Also could have been the dub versus the sub. It might have been, <laughs> honestly. Um, okay, so then she goes to school. All the same stuff happens. She's failing. Then, and when this is one of the different, this is about where I stopped watching the newer dub because I realized that this was not the right one. Um, so for that reason, I have a different, like, this. so she and Molly are talking about Sailor V. Like, oh, my God, did you hear that Sailor V is in town or something Yeah, like I that. didn't even mention Sailor V, but she was in the sub. Yeah, so in the dub... They don't mention her at all oh. in that conversation. Um, yeah, really weird. <laughs> and, and I remembered that because I was like, why are they talking about Sailor V? Because Sailor V, if my memory serves correctly, was actually the original manga that Naoko Takuchi wrote. And it was about Sailor V, like in Paris. I did um, not know that. Artemis. It yeah. always read kind of strange. Because again, for context yeah. here, Sailor V is like an existing superhero in this world. They think she's affiliated with the cops. She fights crimes. She caught a jewelry thief. That's actually how they sag into the jewelry uh, sale at, at Molly's mom's store. And then she's like basically implied like early on, they're like, oh, she's going to be the Sailor Moon leader, like, because she has more of these qualities. Or maybe she's the inspiration for Sailor Moon taking the outfit the way she does. It's mm-hmm. kind of strange. Yeah, but it's actually the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be super interested to we should learn fa- more about the Sailor check. V manga. Yeah, we should. De- uh, I think little internet people can fact check us for us. We'll just delegate <laughs> that. <laughs> so so that doesn't happen in the original dub. They don't talk about Sailor V, which makes it really awkward when later she sees a poster of Sailor V and there's like a new Sailor V video game or something. So I guess she's like also a celebrity. Um, that might be part of why it seems so weird to me. Yeah, and like... So they didn't mention it. So it just kind of comes out of nowhere, uh, like, later. And so, like, if I hadn't known that they were talking about it, then I wouldn't have gotten the connection. But they just talk about um, – oh, yeah, the other thing I was going to say. When she saves Luna the cat and they have that moment. This happens a lot in this episode. It's like they – it feels like they've stretched out these moments of them looking at each other. And then you hear their inner monologues going and Sailor Moon – or uh serena is just like why is she wow she's creeping me out or something and then luna in her wonderful grandmother's voice (laughs) is like what what is up with this girl wow okay so definitely in the sub luna does not talk we don't know she talks until she's looking in sailor moon's window and is like i found you or something like that and it's again very ominous because you don't know she's good or bad the voices since you mentioned her old lady voice Mm -hmm. The voices in the sub were very cute, very charming. Uh, Sailor Moon sounds young, which I think really helps yeah. make her not the annoying when she acts young. And Luna also sounds a little older, but still young. And I remember yeah. Luna's voice in particular in the dub being like, an old lady doing falsetto. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It is, like, untenable. <laughs> like, it's so bad. And it's amazing how much a bad voice just makes a character less charming. <laughs> oh, the whole, like, I don't know who was directing these episodes, but they made some choices with a capital C. Like, the Brooklyn accent on Molly, which <laughs> also, I made a note, her mom doesn't have a Brooklyn oh, accent. Oh, no. So where did that come from? <laughs> like, hilarious. why did they decide to give that to her? That's so weird. Oh, uh, okay, what else? So, so the, yeah, the cat does a voiceover. Yeah, so, and it happens a lot, like, in those, um, so, like, there's that moment where she runs into Darian as well, and they kind of, like, stare at each other, like, she's thinking, like, he's really cute, and he goes, there's something about that girl. You know, I think the sub seems like it, again, it trusts the audience enough to interpret visual cues, because we just cut to, like, her Mm -hmm. face, and she's blushing, and it was easy to tell that she thought he was cute. I don't think she said it. She might have, but I don't think so. 
Yeah, well, we're Americans, so we got to spell everything out <laughs> because we're too dumb to get subtitles. Also, like you said, maybe they were filling time because they had to they I think cut so. scenes and they had to drag things up. I did look it up, and it was about 22.45, so it wasn't a lot different, but... Okay. A couple minutes, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very strange. And there's also, like, these weird transitions that I feel like probably aren't in the sub where, like... I don't, I don't know. Did You'll you just have, have to see it. They do that part in the middle where there's like a um, break for commercial and they do the little like fade out, you know, do 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 do. And suddenly like weird things are happening on the screen and then do 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 coming back to Sailor Moon. And I had forgotten that those used to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like the little oh, commercial, anima- yeah. the pre and post animations when mm-hmm. you were heading out to a commercial and coming back, like it would, suddenly it was like painting, like it was panning around luna and i was like whoa what is this weird scene that's happening and i'm like oh it's not a scene in the show i can't wait for you to watch the episode two with the dubs so you can see the transitions i'm talking about it's very 90s and like you it feels like they added it later so my guess is that these transitions like they're like to transition between scenes and stuff it just feels very like after school special (laughs) kind of transitions yeah, so you'll see them. And then, let's see. So, sounds like so far the di- the main differences are just, like, some translation things, the voices, something about rhinestones. They talk, They say rhinestones, like, a thousand times. I don't um, think they said it at all in mine. They talk about diamonds <laughs> and rubies. Yeah, they mentioned those, too. But then, I love rhinestones. <laughs> <laughs> Insert some clips here. <laughs> yeah. Forgot to mention, actually, mm-hmm. I think, oh, uh, I think this episode actually might have started with Queen Beryl. Oh, um, like with the intro, like before we even get to Serena waking up. Yeah, um, guys, we don't know. There was a crystal gem, <laughs> probably not from Steven Universe, who was in this show. Okay, yes, pre-Steven Universe. But yeah, they don't explain almost anything; they just imply. Yeah, so then so then we go to Queen Beryl talking about her master plan and I my note here says Queen Beryl giving us talkie energy, meaning like you remember the <laughs> like when talkies for like when we first started getting sound in movies and like people were still really overacting like, Whoa my goodness, darling <laughs> Oh Wow. <laughs> like really intense. Um and that's her voice. I almost wonder if it's the same voice actor as Luna, because it's like the same vibe. Um, but Wouldn't maybe a little bit less grandma on Queen Beryl and more just like intense. Grandma is the perfect description of Luna's energy in the dub. Yeah, I I don't understand that choice. Like, why make her older? I don't know. I was also really frustrated with... Um, and, and tell me what the translation's like in the sub, because... I have so many notes about, like, nobody actually tells her what to do. Like, she doesn't know how to do anything. And she's like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, how am I going to fight this stuff? And Luna's just like, just look into your heart and you'll know what to do. That's so interesting. <laughs> like, that's not very helpful. Now, something I noticed that I thought was kind of cool is there's sort of this weird thing where, like, again, when she goes into her transforms, Luna usually will say, hold this and say something. And it seems to trigger, like, an alternate state in Usagi where she suddenly mm-hmm. starts doing the motions and the transforms and goes yeah. through it like it's a pattern or a script she already knows and then at the end of it she always stops and is like what the heck just happened i think that's really neat actually um so she has these moments where she's like almost in an altered state and she's doing all the classic attacks and moves but yeah so it's normally started by luna just says say this yeah (laughs) and then a bunch of stuff happens and then afterwards she's like starts crying (laughs) yeah luna gave no instructions interesting uh like she gave her obviously like the locket thing and i loved that moment of Usagi in the mirror just like rocking her locket and she's just like ooh oh yes jewelry she she did get a piece of jewelry in the episode yeah and it did not suck out her soul I had another note that says bitches love jewelry (laughs) (laughs) just everybody in that store and the pricing she dropped it down to like 10 bucks first of all that really does suggest something ominous and and, uh, nefarious is going on which I think we're supposed to pick up on but second of all (laughs) it's very cheap very cheap but more plausible because i was like again i'm just like that it makes way more sense i think for everybody to be like oh my god give it to me you know yeah 
So Luna's instructions of look inside and you'll know. Like that's all she ever tells her. So like they're so she's supposed to give her instructions at like two different points, right? First when she comes in through the window and like, you know, has her transform and whatever. And she still doesn't tell Sailor Moon anything. Like she doesn't really explain anything. She's just like, You're a warrior and we need you um to fight evil or something. And then Usagi doesn't really have anything to say to that except <laughs> to be like, What? <laughs> And she's like, but how? And Luna's like, look inside yourself and you'll figure it out. Look in your heart. Serena is understandably confused. And then they, she, her, her meatball buns go off and she hears Molly's voice going, help us. And so she heads over. And can we say, I think the children's TV in that time zone was just obsessed with speeches about looking inside yourself like i don't know if that yeah. was actually in any of the original source material or that is just how they translated everything because <laughs> i it sounds very familiar to me like as a millennial child mm-hmm. like the it feels very much of that um what am i trying to say participation trophy era and like i just always remember everybody telling us follow your dreams if you follow your dream you'll never work a day in your life look inside yourself be yourself like, that was the whole crux of Aladdin as well. It was like, be yourself. And nobody ever has specifics. <laughs> look, just look inside yourself. Believe in the heart of the cards. Yeah, it's... Friendship is magic. Wait, we still do yeah. that. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's like not super useful advice because nobody ever explains what that means. Although, I guess like technically, philosophically, it's probably different for every person. But back to the episode, she goes in and like, has no idea what to do and obviously everybody's possessed and coming for her and like kind of start beating her up and so then she starts crying and she's like how am i supposed to do this did she skin her knee in your version i thought that was yes she falls and skins her knee and just starts sobbing and luna's like uh girl yeah get it together you're a warrior she's like no i want to go home well yeah and she's like luna how do i fight this blah 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 and luna's like just look inside yourself again And I'm like, no, Luna, we need specifics. We need tactics. We need, you know, like, tell us what to do. And then the monster, like, reaches her hand out to attack Sailor Moon. And then that's when we get the clutch rose from Tuxedo Mask, who is perfectly framed in a window with perfect lighting to be very dramatic. He tells her how to do it. Was that the same in the sub? No, he just says crying won't solve anything. And she goes, yeah, but, and she starts crying so hard that all the monsters fall down. Again, still my favorite moment. He gives no advice. And then after that, I think when the monsters all fall down, Luna's like, quick, say this. And she takes them out. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. It was very confusing. She does start crying and it's like got some sort of power. <laughs> I still don't understand how that Absolutely works. my favorite hero power. Yeah. And then I wish my tears had the power to make everybody clutch their heads in pain. Um, and then... I'm pretty sure it was Tuxedo Mask that told her to use her her tiara, but it might have been Luna. I might be wrong on that. Which, it's so sad because I literally watched it right before this. <laughs> I don't and then, And then that brings me to, like, I read some headcanon somewhere online where, like, somebody had a fan fiction about how Sailor Moon is, like, also just really good at frisbee golf. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. Because she's so good at throwing her tiara. Yeah, and, like, she's just amazing. Because <laughs> yeah. I always assumed it was just magic. And I was like, but I like that version better. Where it's like, she ends up getting so good at it that she's, like, a pro Frisbee golf player or something. So that's about what happens there. Um, and then it's kind of the same ending. And then we get Sailor Says, if you recall. Oh, oh. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's another couple of minutes of time from the uh, episode of content. Yeah. So that's where, and I read supposedly... That's where they take some of the cuts that they had cut out from the rest of the episode. They'll pop it into Sailor Says. And so this is a segment at the end that exists nowhere else, only this dub. Wow. Where it's like a little moral of the story. Because <laughs> um, we're dumb, you know, and we always need a, That's why it feels, it's like very after school special vibe. Mm-hmm. And so my summary of it was sometimes the hardest thing in the world is believing in yourself. Set your mind and heart on it and anything is possible. Wow. Thank you, Sailor Moon. Those are our closing thoughts from Sailor Said. And in the name of the moon, I will punish you. (laughs) Wow. That's the dub. (laughs) I want to say general 
perception having watched this episode. One is I liked it so much more than I thought I was, and I thought it was a stronger story than I remembered it being. But again, I don't know how much of that is because the sub is just actually more coherent. Um, the characters were more charming. The, you know, I think when I was younger, you know, you want to be very adult. And so a character that acts kind of childish didn't resonate with me. But I think it's such a strong character type, like to say, like, it's okay to be this. And I think that's actually such a great running theme in this series that we're going to see is that, like, you can be a crybaby and still be, you know, powerful and a good leader and things like that. Um, So it really resonated with me. And I was honestly struck with how many of the visuals, because I can... In my memory, it's become very bland. Sailor Moon's kind of the classic mm-hmm. bland anime. Like, everyone knows it. And it partly because it created so many of the tropes, people think of it as kind of, like, very tropey. But, mm-hmm. you know, there were some really striking visuals and, like, clever and creative art choices. You know, with the cat coming up, that scene, the mom doing the creepy imagery. Um, they just did some really interesting things with the art. Um, when she shows up in the doorway, she's, like, a silhouette with, like, anime eyes. And it yes. Was- it was really cool. Oh, I cool. love that shot. The music is good. Like, it brought back so many memories, but also, like, I can see clearly now why we loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Like, because I still love it now. And I'm like, I can definitely see why this sparked a lot of creativity, at least in me, of, like, of course I wanted to draw them all the yeah. time and, like, wanted to yeah. draw comics and stuff like this. Because it, it, I think you make a really good point about it is visually striking, but yeah, that's why it's so depressing when like the dub is just because they really do strip it of all of that impact and all of that storytelling by just trying to water it down for an American audience. Mm-hmm. Well, as you said, they added the whole like, let's explain the whole setup that you're supposed to have gradually revealed to you. <laughs> no. Way to take all the fun out of it. I mean, and I can just see those meetings, you know, where those executives are sitting in and they're going to be like, nobody's going to understand what this is. But the thing is, like, we don't care about the fact that they're from the future or whatever. Mm -hmm. As far as we know, I mean, that's what's so exciting about the story, right? If it's told the right way, it's like, oh, it's just this normal girl who just happens to be a superhero. And then later you find out the lore. But then you're already, like, I'm already bought in, man. (laughs) And to be fair, if you're going to cut out a whole bunch of scenes because they're too violent or whatever, you're going to have to add in a bunch of stuff. And you might as well add a little filler intro and a little filler outro and a bunch of little filler them talking during the quiet scenes. Yeah. So some of that may just be because they chopped it up so much they had to add nonsense back in. Well, I think it's that. And I think it's like trying to over explain the plot to over explain these connections that they have like I think it's a better story to have like so for example the the one that they do in the dub where it's like she and Darian meet each other or whatever and they have this moment where he's like there's something about that girl like in the voiceover and I'm like you didn't need that in fact I think it's better if we think if we believe that he still thinks that she's just a dumbass. Yeah, and, and also you when know? we just see them kind of look at each other and, and you get right. to draw your own conclusions. And I remember, I feel like I had this memory growing up, like this frustration and maybe dislike of the, of the Sailor Moon character a little bit because of everybody being like, there's something about that girl, like kind of like that Mary Sue, like yeah. she's a special one, you know? And it sounds like in the sub, like that wasn't even really the case. And and I and then to be honest, I again I have to say that you know a bad line delivery and bad voice choice. I don't know for again I haven't heard her in the dub recently, yeah. but you know Jenny Nicholson talked about in one of her I think her Land Before Time series. She said you know there's that genre of character that is children with adult voices, and it just makes them so much more insufferable because you're you know that supposedly they're fourteen, but they're crying, and you're like you're thirty five. <laughs> Get it right. together. Yeah. <laughs> you're too old. I think this current voice actress did mm-hmm. a fine job. Like, yeah. I think actually the newer one did an even better job. Like, it felt more like Usagi. Um, that's so, that's you how mean, I you knew that I was watching the wrong one. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the one that you can get on yeah. Hulu. Um, not sponsored. But it's way better. Everybody just, it feels cute. Like, it feels like mm-hmm. it, what it should have been, honestly. Yeah, I don't know who made all the choices for the for the old and ridiculous. It very much feels like they didn't understand anime, which would make sense because yeah. it was 
this would have been one of the earlier ones to come over. Now, the scene that stood out to me as most old school anime is at the end when she sees, uh, when Tuxedo Mask leaves, she has hearts, like, emerge from her eyes, like, in a stack, and it's yeah. very body horror, <laughs> but also very classic <laughs> children's cartoon, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Next up on the docket is... Sailor Moon Memories? Oh, yes, Sailor Moon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm, like, literally looking at the list. And my mind still stopped. <laughs> so yes, one Sailor Moon memory or adjacent. I imagine at some point we might run out of Sailor Moon memories. but <laughs> We could never run thinking, out of Sailor Moon memories. Know, We're making true. more. I was thinking we could maybe share how we, what our first introductions to Sailor Moon oh, was. Oh, like that's a good idea. How you found out about it. So I have this very clear memory. And you have to remember also, if, if we have any younger listeners on this, we could not get like anything like you can today like we didn't the internet wasn't like it was so it's not like we could get these episodes online or anything but when this first showed up on it would have been Cartoon Network or I think this might have been pre-Toonami I'm not sure but I remember I was probably like 10 or 11 and uh, were you with us Allison I remember going on some church youth group thing actually might not have been um I don't think so because we, we went on some field trip to some, I don't even remember what it, you know, some super Krish thing uh, where it was like a big youth group outing and we were going to see either a speaker or a concert or something. So we had like a long drive and the whole ride down, um, my friend, and then I want to say was possibly in the car as well. We're just dropping everyone's names. They're all a part of this Everyone's names. (laughs) (laughs) You're all involved. So we're sitting in the car. We're sitting in the backseat, I remember. And they're just talking, talking, talking about the show Sailor Moon. I didn't know what it was yet. And they're talking about all the different characters and the names and whatever. And they were, like, kind of claiming. I don't know if you did this as a kid. A lot of my little girlfriends at the time, we'd be like, oh, I'm her. Like, you would claim a character for yourself. And... So I was like, oh, who would I be? And they're like, oh, maybe like Sailor Jupiter because you've got a ponytail. And I was like, cool, that means nothing to me. But then I went home. So like they're kind of trying to explain the show to me, but I'd never seen it because I didn't have television growing up, if you recall, for a long time. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah so I didn't even have access to Cartoon Network. I snuck so you I all the Harry Potter it. books. You did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that, we'll share that memory another on another one because that's a good one. I went. I remember because we had dial up, and so I tried to download like every Sailor Moon picture I could. Which side note, this will be another memory. That's also how I discovered what hentai was. <laughs> I was trying to find like Sailor Moon pictures, uh, and I didn't internet. know what hentai meant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course it's the internet, so you can guess what I found. But I was like that is the wrong thing. But I found pictures of Sailor Jupiter, and then like I started becoming a fan. Just by, because all I could get was the art, like the artwork from it. And so like half of it's like in Japanese or whatever, and it's dial-up, so it takes forever. So like I would hoard these pictures and like, I guess kind of make up the story in my own head, like, because I still wasn't able to watch it anywhere. And then ended up, I don't, I don't think she was smuggling it to me, but she had taped a couple episodes for me. Off the TV. Off the TV. Like he used to do. Like you used to do, VHS style, and she would lend them to me so I could watch. And then I loved, like, I would have to like fast forward through like the commercials and stuff. But that's how I watched it for a long time. Amazing. Um, before we ended up getting TV back um, for specifically for the what was it, the Bush Gore election? Because oh my, my parents gosh. wanted to watch the debates. Like that's when we got it back, <laughs> and then that's when I was able to watch it. And that's when I got into like Gundam Wing and stuff. But yeah, that's how I found out was like. I didn't even know what the stories were. I just loved the characters and became obsessed with them first before I could even see it. The social element of it as sort of a, a, you know, junior high, high school bonding thing really stands out to me in my memories. You talked about how we would all claim characters Mm -hmm. of not just this fandom, but every fandom, you know, like I remember doing it with the Redwall books and you would dibs a character and that would be your character and sometimes you wouldn't even be part of the fandom and you'd be assigned a character and right. use the names or not use the names. There's a whole little, and all these rules weren't written down. I don't know where we came from them. They just happened. 
Who was your character, Organic. by the way, in Sailor Moon? Because I was, mine was uh, Sailor Jupiter, and I know you mentioned her a couple times. Yeah. So were you also Sailor Jupiter? No, I was not. I because remember I was a little mm-hmm. contrarian little shit, so mm-hmm. I never never picked one. I never. Yeah, I well, I picked Sailor Mercury because oh. she was like the nerd you know and Mm -hmm. and I liked her but I when I started watching it I was not like the biggest fan that's the thing I think I I got assigned Jupiter I think before I watched the show but then I was just felt very attached to her because of that yeah yeah I never really felt at least not the inner senshi and then I never really felt like I was one of them um at least as a kid. And then, so that's when I started getting into like trying to figure out the lore of the outer senshi, which are, so the inner senshi and outer senshi, uh, if you're not familiar. Weren't you Sailor Pluto for a while? I was Sailor Pluto yeah. for a while. I wanted to be Sailor Saturn mm-hmm. for a while. Um, and then I didn't want to be Haruka or Machiru because lesbians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, they weren't lesbians. The dub made it very clear yeah. they were sisters cousins. or cousins. Kissing cousins. And, Cousins you know, that hold hands at all just times. Just to make it very clear, guys, we are queer friendly. We are yes. queer people. <laughs> we are actually we, queer ourselves. <laughs> we just uh, got raised in a, a conservative bubble. So. Yeah, I, f- I forgot. That's a good... <laughs> yeah, we don't hate lesbians here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I was I was laughing because I'm like, it's, it's just another little breadcrumb of my... Oh, what's that word called? The... Um, compulsory heterosexuality Mm. and like and how how much I had buried like I was not allowed to even like consume any content with that was like queer related or anything Mm -hmm. and so it definitely made me feel like I'm a bad person if I support (laughs) this made-up anime couple wow and I fortunately was more you know my family were more you know, open to that, and, and yeah. I never felt like I wasn't allowed, but I still was so steeped in the culture that I still mm-hmm. had a lot of, like, yeah, it's fine for other people who aren't me. Yes. <laughs> so. Love the sinner, hate the sin. It's still a sin. Well, for me, no, it was more like, it's good for other people, but I don't know. I just, again, you just, it, it was complicated. This is very heavy, yeah. so let's, let's not dig into this. That'll be a future episode. Yes, that's, that's true. <laughs> where we all go have therapy together and talk about... <laughs> Don't worry, it'll all come out naturally. <laughs> the damage, like we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in terms of how I got into this show, again, it was just sort of the thing everyone was doing. It was on TV. I, You know, you, there's just... in At that time period, it wasn't like you watched anime or you picked an anime. It was like there were like two, maybe three animes at all available for yeah. anywhere. And no manga available at the time. Um, and I remember when they started being, and again, it was always a very narrow selection. So it was Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z, and maybe a few other things. Because actually, my very first anime was Ronin Warriors, which I was (gasps) so into. And you were... (laughs) I forgot about those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was one of my first ones, too. We got real... We had an RPG on that. And maybe we'll have to do a special someday where we watch those, because those are not good, I don't think. But the thing that stuck with me is that Ronan Warriors and Sailor Moon as well were the first TV shows I ever encountered where there was character growth. And in particular, there were bad guys who became good guys. And this rocked my little tiny world. (laughs) The character in Ronan Warriors is Anubis turns into a good guy. And then in Sailor Moon, it was Prince Diamond and his one of his buddies turn into a good guys. And then I think die because they're bad guys because it didn't have allowed that much growth. But... Shook my little world, you know, enemies to friends, enemies to lovers is still definitely. That's one of my favorite tropes. And, you know, all I watched before that was cartoons. I didn't like, you know, a lot of people watch like those kind of teen soap operas like Saved by the Bell. Mm -hmm. I never watched those. I didn't like them. So this was my first experience of the idea of like plot arcs and character growth. And it was great. Um, Yeah. Well, and just like the magical world, because like we didn't get. I mean, yeah, we had buffy but again i don't really have i didn't watch buffy i didn't watch any live action shows because in my head those were for adults and i wasn't interested they were boring i was definitely not allowed (laughs) and yeah so you just watch what was on i remember yeah you had to watch at a certain time of day or set up a tape to record i remember you know fighting over the tv my dad wanted to watch news or he changed the channel while it was recording god forbid you tape over the episode i haven't seen yet (laughs) you could sort of find information online but this wasn't in the days where like you could just everything was connected like 
you had to know where to go or there were like a very few search engines that were very bad at being search engines and everyone was passing around the same sets of information yeah. and the same images yep that's kind of a thing and as we're talking about i remember thinking while i was watching this and i was trying to get the sub working how that experience because the extra information that i got like people would just tell you oh and their real names are such and such and you'd be like uh yes. okay oh and these people are actually gay oh and this stuff is gonna happen later and you'd go how do you know this and occasionally there were episodes that weren't released yet or weren't ever released or for example subs and i don't even know where people got them if you saw them it was because you had like a friend with a hookup and you yeah. went to their house for a sleepover one day and you watched like five episodes from some arc you'd never heard of and it was in sub and you're like where did you get this how did this yeah. happen and i think that was part of the appeal is it was this like like hints of like a world you didn't have access to yeah and you know there's something about that as well like that i think really sparked more even more creativity like rather than having everything handed to us on a plate like it was almost like a mystery like we had to go and figure these things out and like each new breadcrumb was so mm -hmm. exciting and like I, rem I was very obsessed with like the Japanese names and like because that's the real name you know we can't be calling her Serena so like it was much like I think maybe I would call her Bunny a little bit but like definitely Usagi like I would try to stick to the Japanese names and we should clarify um, Usagi is Japanese for rabbit yeah which is so that's like, why they would call her Bunny which and it's a reference to like there's some connection between rabbits and the moon yeah, the so I think in America, like we see an old man in the moon, but in Japan, they call it the rabbit in the moon. Yeah. In some American translations, they name her Bunny, but they also pick Serena because she's also Queen Serenity, which I think is true in, in Jap Japanese as well. Oh, is it? I'm not sure. Maybe not. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you didn't have the spoiler intro. <laughs> no, so I, I did, that hasn't been brought up yet. <laughs> The part where she's going to become 22 and start Crystal Tokyo and everyone on the world is going to live forever and never age. Is that what it is? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so ominous. What a weird... I feel like I learned the most about the lore from other people's fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, me too. Also, again, the more you think about it, the more you just remember what a different time it was in terms of like yes. access to information and how just how the world worked. And I think that's really neat. Yeah, and I love being able to share that also with um, with the youngins. Well, yeah, the people who it's nostalgic for, but also the people who yeah. don't just get that glimpse into what the world might have been like at a different time. It's fun for both Yeah, sides. and I'm not trying to make anybody feel like, we had to walk uphill to school both <laughs> ways, you know? Well, I always like, you know, people older than me tell the story about their fandom yeah. days, and that was even more different zines yeah. and things like that. Oh, man. Do you feel like people have access to more diverse, not diverse in the sense of like within the media there's diversity, but also just like there's just more, like there's more shows available because they're not all fighting for the same spots on TV. Like when yes. I was, like when I was, again, what we, we watched what was on TV and there were only so many spots within our mm -hmm. afternoon time slot and so there was just only so many shows. And now I feel like because there's so many platforms and you can go look at old stuff and new stuff, like people can watch like 40 different animes and so you can form these like niche fan groups. I think it's really interesting. But also means not everybody's watched all the same things. Yeah, like I would yeah, that's interesting cuz we all only watch Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z and you know like a Gundam couple Wing other things. Gundam Wing, Ronin Warriors, yeah. Are there any other things that we want to talk about or do we want to go ahead and get into like final thoughts? I have a closing. Well, this is just a question and it's probably mm -hmm. something cuttable. But when I was watching the show, the only time the music stood out as weird was there's a scene where the monster Morga and the Jadeite bad guy are both kind of on the screen. It's going between them. And the music was like this weird jazzy solo that sounded like film noir music. And it was really what? weird and out of place. And I wondered if it was maybe just his theme music and it just didn't work in that spot very well, but that's my, oh, my research question is what was that music? I, I really enjoyed this. So Me next too. week, I think, what's our, what's the episode called for next week? Oh, that was the other thing. The episode that this was called, it was called, um, a moon star is born. Oh, different not name. Yeah. Next week, I'm looking this up. Uh, the dub name is punishment awaits house of fortune is monster mansion or uh i guess that's the only episode title it doesn't have two titles but i'm excited 
it's going to feature her other friend, maybe Marvin. Ooh, Marvin. Ooh. So next week, I'm watching the dub. Yeah. I'm so excited. I can't wait for you. It's like as much as I, because I obviously love hated it Mm -hmm. growing up, but that was the only one we had access to. So like I also loved it, even though I hated how bad the dub was and we knew that they were like cutting things out and stuff. But now watching it back as an adult, like it's just pure nostalgia and I'm just so stoked like the whole time. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not Sailor Moon if there isn't Sailor Says. (laughs) Sailor Says. Look inside your heart. I'm so excited. (laughs) All right. Well, this was so fun. All right, folks. See you guys next week. Yeah. See you next week. All right. Signing off. (laughs) Sailor says goodbye. (laughs) Oh, my God. What if we start ending the episodes with like a little sailor says? A sailor says. Sailor says sometimes the hardest thing in the world is believing in yourself. Set your mind and heart on it, and anything is possible. Even starting a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Do 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 do.